Hello, New York Giants fans, and welcome to episode 42 of the Gmail Journal podcast. I'm your host, Ben Beccarelli, and today we're going to be uh, first discussing um, Red Ellison's retirement, and then we will also be doing a free agency um, preview. Um, so, in the first half, we will discuss Red Ellison's uh, retirement that broke this morning, um, how that affects... Um, their tight end situation, as well as how that, um, affects their cap room. Um, so, yeah, so, we will be doing that in the first half, as well as talking about, um, two out of the eight, um, two, yeah, two out of the eight, um, moves that I have put together, um, for the giant, or actually three out of the eight, um, all of the ones that involve, um, all of the ones that involve the offense and special teams, um, and then the second half will be all defenses. I've put together more defensive moves, um, as the Giants probably have more needs on defense. All right, so, um, before we get into it here, I'd like to thank our sponsor for this episode, Chris J. Beccarelli, CPA. If you're a small business and you're looking for an account to help with your tax needs, call Chris J. Beccarelli, CPA. Chris J. Beccarelli. We don't forget about the little guys. All right, so thanks to him for sponsoring this episode, and we will get into it here. So the news broke this morning that Rhett Ellison um, will retire. Um, you know, not a huge blow to um, to the Giants, but anyway, um, that saves them... Uh, two th- or two million one one hundred eighty eight thousand dollars in cap room, um, this off season. So yeah, so that so Rhett basically played um as their backup tight end and their starting tight end when Evan Ingram was out this year. Um, you know, I think. I think it would have been good uh, for the Giants um, if he had stayed because um, Evan Ingram seems to be injury-prone, and there are also rumors going around um, that Evan Ingram will be traded or moved um, somehow, and they will um, sign a tight end in the offseason. Um, I did not. I don't have them take, or signing a tight end here. Um, you know, I think... Um, if Evan Ingram can stay healthy, I think they're fine at tight end. But um, if he can't, then we'll see what they end up doing there. Um, so, yeah, that's basically all I have uh, to say there. Not much to say um, here. Call it a career this morning um, after eight um, after eight seasons. Um, some with the uh, Giants, some with the Vikings. I'm sure we will hear more. Um, as he does a press conference um, tomorrow. Uh, so yeah, so that's it there. Uh, we will move on um, to the first part, I guess, of uh, my free agency um, preview. So I used over the cap um, to figure out the cap hits um, for all of these moves um, that I've projected here, um, and then basically made sure they added they all added up. Um, to come in under the Giants' um, salary cap room. So I basically used a lot of uh, the Giants' cap room, as according to this, they would only now have uh, $755 uh, million, 
or sorry, 755,000 uh, left in cap room um, to probably uh, sign draft picks is what they would end up doing there. Um, but yeah, so that's it. So I have, um, what, I guess it's nine moves. Yeah, nine moves here. Um, I will talk about th- three of them now and six of them later. So the first one, so I have three on the offensive slash special teams um, sides of the ball. The first one um, I want to talk about is special teams. Um, it involves Aldrichrosas. So I have them originally round tendering him. Um, for those of you that don't know what that means, since... Aldrich Rosas is a restricted free agent. Um, he has the ability to be tendered. Now, there's a first-round tender and a second-round tender. Um, if the player was picked in the first or second round, they must be um, tendered one of those two. However, if they were... Um, if they were... Um, like if they were picked after the first or second round, then it's the original round tender that teams can use, um, which allow which uh, takes away um, a compensation pick um, for from that team um, of the round the player was originally drafted in. So it's a little confusing, um, but basically, if they were so. It's either so the player gets one hundred and ten percent of their contract last year. So if they were so if they were paid a million dollars one year, then they would and a team tendered them, they would get paid one point one million um, because it's one hundred and ten percent of last year's contract. So so yeah so. What I have them doing here is basically I was a little short on cap room, um, so I couldn't necessarily sign Rosas to an extension. Um, so I would have made out more room to make sure that I did sign him to an extension had he not had such an awful year this year. Coming off back-to-back Pro Bowl seasons, um, you know, had he not had an awful year this year, I would have gone out and signed him to an extension. It's just that um, I don't know how he'll rebound. And in this situation, I'd say that the Giants probably have leverage because he struggled last year. So I think that the Giants might be able to get him on an original round tender. Um, again, that's kind of confusing, but tried to do the best I could to explain that. But anyway, we, we will move on. The next two moves involve tackles. The first one I will get to is cutting is cutting left tackle Nate Solder. Um, I believe that saves the Giants, saves the Giants a lot of room and cap. Uh, saves them $13 million, um, which is a lot. So, um, anyway, um, I think that they will let um, Mike Remmers go is the move here. And I think, well, I have them take, or I have them signing Jeff or Jack uh, Conklin, um, right tackle in free agency. So that would give them a right tackle. Um, possibly, I guess you could consider sliding him over to left, uh, but I think that they will end up taking a tackle in the draft. And then that kind of fixes your tackle pro- problem. Um, so 
Uh, yeah. So, that's why I have them cutting Nate Solder. However, I think that this is a move you can make um, post-draft. So, if you take an Isaiah Simmons or a Jeff Okuda, if he's still there, or even a Chase Young um, slips back to you, um, as we talked about, or maybe you trade back, whatever it might be, you don't end up taking a tackle, um, then maybe you keep Nate Solder and have Jeff Conklin um, play... Uh, right tackle, but this is kind of a flexible move. Uh, this Nate Solder, just kind of rough move. Don't think it needs to happen necessarily. However, I think it would um, be beneficial um, for the Giants if they did end up cutting him one way or another. But yeah, that's that. Um, and then as I just said, um, I have them signing Jeff Conklin uh, to a three-year, $50 million contract. Um, two million signing bonus. Um, so the three year, um, plus the signing bonus, um, would give you um an average of sixteen million dollars a year. Um, and a thirteen, and I have them giving them thirteen point five million dollars in guaranteed, um, a year, which would have, which is a sixteen million dollar cap hit. Um to the Giants, um, cap room, so, yeah, that's that, um, that's all I have on the offensive side of the ball, we will move on to the full defensive side of the ball, um, when I come back from this short break. Hey, New York Giants fans, this is Jenny Vecarelli from the Closet Pack Rat. If you've made organization your goal for 2020, reach out to the Closet Pack Rat, and we can help you reach that goal. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at the Closet Pack Rat. All right, so you're back listening to the 42nd episode of the G-Man Journal podcast. So just a few moments ago, we wrapped up talking about the offensive and special team sides of the ball. Uh, Now we will move on to talking about the defensive side of the ball. So a lot of areas of need for the Giants um, on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I guess maybe I got to all of them. Um, However, um, there are... Obviously, a lot, um, a lot of ways to attack um, this. All these needs, though, um, obviously through uh, free agency, as we have highlighted here, um, or through the draft. A lot of talent in the draft. Um, but yeah, anyway. So um, the first move I have being projected here is Yannick Nkoui. Uh, sorry if I messed up your last name, dude. Um, Defensive end, uh, played for Jacksonville last year and um, the years before that. Um, so I kind of I looked it up, um, trying to see what the market would be for him. So and what I got from that was that he would be tar- he would be looking for somewhere in the twenty million to twenty three million dollar um, per year range. Um, for this, I decided to give him a twenty-one um, million a year. I guess I would be flexible um, with that. I think that this is a very good talent that they should go and get. Uh, discussed him um, in the previous episode uh, with the six guys. I think that they can target with um, um, in free agency. Talked about that last episode. Um, so, you know, for me, if I'm Dave Gettleman, I think this this is a guy you have to go get. If you don't go get him, I think, I think, um, you know, 
I would rather have him for sure than have a Jadevian Clowney. Um, because if they're being valued at the same price tag, um, and it's actually sounding like um, Jadevian Clowney is going to seek more, um, then he's supposed to be seeking in the $23, $25 million range. But I, I just don't see the point in that. For, you know, a guy who's been up and down um, with the stats as well as um, performance um, throughout his career, um, getting up there in age, I, I think that, that you know, you would take Yannick um, at only age uh, 24. Um, but anyway, I'll get to the point. Um, I have them signing him to a four-year um, $86.5 million contract, $2.5 million signing bonus, uh, $21 million per year with $17 million a year guaranteed. Uh, $17 million a year guaranteed uh, is a little bit high, but I think um, I'd be fine with giving him that guaranteed money. Um, but anyway, that would result in a $21 million um, $25,000 cap hit, um, for this season for the Giants, um, however, I think I'm fine with that, um, you know, in my opinion, probably the best, um, edge rusher on the market, um, in some other people's opinion, that would be a Jadevian Clowney, or in other people's minds, it might be a Shaquille Barrett, um, but, you know, um, regardless of your opinion, um, he is definitely a top edge rusher, um, so, you know, I think that, um, again, guys that they can go get, um, I'd be fine with signing him basically anywhere in that 20 to $23 million range that he is, uh, reportedly going to be asking for, um, anywhere a little high that I think I'd draw the line at maybe 24 or 24 and a half mil per year. Cause then I think you're getting up, um, into, you know, into some really, really high, um, Marquette, I think I really think this guy's good, but I don't think that he's a guy that you need to be resetting um, a market with. Um, but you know, um, moving on, um, the next guy I have um, them signing is linebacker Blake Martinez. Talked about him also in previous episode. Um, have them signing him here to a two-year, twenty-one point five million. Uh, dollar contract with a 1.5 mil signing bonus, 10 million per year. Um, so yeah, uh, again, talked about him uh, previously. Um, another guy that I think they can go get. Um, you know, he is um, also, uh, um, he's going, he's uh, reported to be looking for that, um, that 10 mil um, year range. Um, so right around there, I think, Give or take, um, maybe uh, half a mil, a million. There, I'd be fine with signing him anywhere in that range. But for here, I have them taking, them signing him to um, a ten-year, uh, a ten mil um, a year deal. All right, so we will move on to to uh, the next guy. I have them signing. That would be Ronald Darby. Um, again, discussed him in the last episode. Have them signing him here to a two-year. Um, $1 million signing bonus, um, so that is, um, that, 
equates to a $17 million contract, uh, $8 million a year. Um, so, yeah, that's that. Um, again, talked about him in the last episode. Um, so, also, I forgot to mention what the um, cap hit uh, for Blake Martinez would be, and that would be $10.75 million. Um, for Ronald Darby, uh, with the contract I just mentioned, that would be an 8.5 mil cap hit. Um, and then the next guy I have, um, here is Bradley Roby. Um, this is a guy that played, um, that has bounced around, um, a little bit in his, um, career, played for the Texans last year, uh, 28 years old, um, Pulling up his PPF here, um, or his PFF, sorry. Um, he had a PFF last year of a of a 66.8, so slightly um, above average in that um, average range still. Um, but anyway, here, that's who I have them signing. Uh, that would result in a $9 million cap hit. Uh, so yeah, so that's that. So, um, now to wrap it up, we have two more guys, two guys that were on the team last year. So two guys that I have them extending, and that would be Leonard Williams and Marcus Colton. So I'll start with Leonard Williams. So there have been some rumors going around about him. Um, some reports came out this morning that, um, that Dave Gettleman, um, and the Giants organization are still, um, weighing their options with what they're going to do with a Leonard Williams. There have been rumors of a franchise tag, which I think is a bit outrageous. I don't see any reason to franchise tag him. I think if you were going to franchise tag him, why would you have given up a third round pick for him? I think if you were going to franchise tag him and give him that much money, um, I think you should have just signed him in free agency. But I think... I think that if you're going to resign him, it needs to be to a two or three uh, million. I don't think that he's done done quite enough to um, to earn a four or five um, year deal. Um, you know, if you want to sign him to a two or three, like I said, um, and then restructure it, um, you know, next year, or the year after. Um, or do something where you have like a three, three year with like a two, two, uh, and some type of team option there. Um, I think I'd be fine with that too. But um, for the sake of this, I have um three uh year more deal um at thirteen million dollars per year, two million uh signing bonus. So he's been. The reports kind of have been that he's looking for a contract in the um, in the seventeen to twenty million dollar range. I would not go nearly that high. I think thirteen. I'd say fourteen, fourteen point five would be the max um, for how much I'd give him here. I don't think he's worth that. You know that eighteen, seventeen, twenty range. Um, I think. I think if he has, you know, another productive uh, productive year this year and their pass rush starts to look a little bit better and you want to keep him around, sure, maybe you go into maybe a 16-17 range, but I just don't think that what he's done um, so far in his career equates to 
a, a 17, 18, 19, 20 million dollar contract. Um, so, you know, um, anyway, um, that's what I have there for him. And then the last guy that I have them making a move on is another guy that was with the team last year. Um, another guy that I think is a priority to, re- to bring back, um, their leader in sacks, um, last year, Marcus Gordon. So I had them extending him for two more years at a $6.5 million per year um, contract um, with a 1.25 uh, signing bonus. Uh, sorry, also I forgot to mention what the cap hit for Leonard Williams was. That would be a $13.5 million cap hit, and the cap hit on Marcus Golden would be a $7.125 million cap hit on their cap. So, yeah, so that's about all I have here. Hope you enjoyed listening to this one. Um, so, yeah, so that's all I have. Um, you know, free agency um, or the legal tampering period um, kicks off. Um, I think it's it's Monday the 9th when I'm recording this, so in exactly a week the legal tampering period begins, which basically just means that um, teams can um, legally um, negotiate contracts without it being considered illegal. Um, so, yeah, so, um, and then I think they can start signing players, um, you know, on a legitimate contract, um, I think it's either the 7th, I think it's the 18th, I don't think it's the day after the 17th. No, I am right, it is the 18th. So, yeah, so that's when free agency will officially kick off, um, and then we will be into a, into the frenzy. And then, uh, so, obviously, I will talk about that. I don't think I'll be back um, until after, um, you know, some of the news and free agency stuff breaks unless there's anything major going around uh, with rumors and stuff surrounding the Giants. But anyway, thanks for listening to this episode. Um, Hope you enjoyed. Uh, Like I just said, I'll be back um, sometime in uh, the next week, week and a half range as we see how free agency plays out. All right, thanks for listening, and bye-bye.